tap into your most original thinking, organize your ideas, and create the opportunities to launch your creative work. Unlocking your world of creativity with best-selling author and brand innovator, Mark Stinson. Welcome back, everyone, to our podcast, Unlocking Your World of Creativity. And today we're going to explore a whole world of creative, multimedia, multi-sensory creativity with my guests, Honey LaRochelle and Tara Guy. Welcome to the program. Why, thank you kindly. Yeah. Hey, yeah. what's up? We are the Fungineers. We're so excited to be here on yeah. World of Creativity. Absolutely. And the Fungineers has been described as a puppet show, a psychedelic multimedia show for adults. It's a, it's a kid's show for adults. There's DJs, That's there's right. beatboxing, there's <laughs> colors, there's characters, uh, there's everything about it. Boy. I heard about Honey, as well as the Fungineers, they performed at Tree Fort the music experience here in Boise and rock the house at the Egyptian theater. So I couldn't wait to have them on. We're also going to talk about some other things that honey's working on. So we're, that's why well, it's a all, full... all parts are sacred. That's right. no, all parts. Well, let's get into the Fungineers. Why don't you kick us yeah. out? There's no better way to explain what the Fungineers is than to experience a little bit. Give us a taste. Absolutely. Here we go. Paragon. Ooh, Hit it, baby. You know, we came to planet earth a long time ago we're from the land of once upon a and we love all this awesome earth stuff you guys got going on mm-hmm. but a couple of the things on earth it's just we're, we feel like you could upgrade i mean mainly dirty dishes what's up yeah. with that i feel like i've been doing dishes on my life yeah, yeah. and i really hate it when the food gets dry yeah, yeah. washing forks tonight yeah, yeah. my hands are wiggly but they are so dry yeah, yeah. dishes dishes all these dirty dishes if i had one wishes it would be no dishes real friends wash their own dishes you can have a true friend when they come and visit dishes dishes man you had conditions if i had two wishes i'll stop acting like just come and do your dishes i'm trying to make some breakfast what's up with these dishes so planet earth i feel like you should also just get like edible dishes so you just eat them as part of the meal you don't have to clean up where we're from in the planet planet of once upon a we just eat everything out of a cone yeah so much easier so much delicious or too it's like yes. everything has it's like an appetizer slash dessert and you can make them savory or sweet it's most definitely the way to go mm-hmm. definitely going with the edible dishes and it the kid fun but the definitely the adult theme it really hit home <laughs> Are you really washing the dishes before you put them in the dishwasher? How many of us have had I mean, this argument? <laughs> seriously. Seriously. I was like, wait, but then why problem. is there a dishwasher? If I if I am the dishwasher right now, why would I wash why would, again? why are we doing this? Well, I can so I can see why it's extra clean. Uh, that's right. I can see why I brought down the house at the Egyptian and tree fort. Good energy, good stuff, guys. Yeah, we had some naughty words in there. You know, we were trying to we we're trying to keep it PG, but the reality is we're going to have to bleep some of it out because yeah, we're just yeah. keeping it hella real. You well, know that's I mean? right. Honest. It real. So Good we can still fun. keep an Apple podcast clean rating and have a little fun at the same time. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, well, thanks for that performance. Well, we'll get another song in a few minutes, folks. So uh, stay tuned. Listen, while you guys are getting ready for the next segment, I want to bring in somebody from behind the scenes for our program. Kelly Jean, how are you doing? Hi, I am. I'm doing really good right now. Great. (laughs) Kelly Jean is our creative director, producer, all around uh, energy booster. And that's what I wanted to talk about. It's fantastic to have Magic Mind come on as a sponsor. Yeah, you know, I got to say, I feel 
so different. You know, I feel good. I don't feel like I'm like bouncing off the walls. This magic mind, I hope everybody gets a chance. And honey, I hope that, you know, you guys can try it because you guys have energy. This is what's so fun about this is it doesn't really put you over the edge. It just sets you real straight. That's what matcha does. It's like it kind of releases caffeine as your body needs it. With me, you know, I'm a mom and I'm super stressed, I feel like, and an artist. So I'm like all over the place. Having the Magic Minds adaptogens, it really balances me out. And I feel like flexible in my day. I feel like flexible in my body. Give, give us a baseline. Give us the foundation. So Magic Mind, it's a drink. It is oh, a matcha wow. shot. You think you're going to be like shot out because you're like, I'm drinking a matcha shot. It's caffeine. No, matcha doesn't work like that. Matcha works with your body. That's why I love drinking it. And I also love having it as a shot. I don't have to go and make it. I don't have to heat it up. I can just shot it so the shots it's already in a bottle it comes in a case super How often cool logo by the oh, way super cool yeah. it looks, it's really cute it's like i feel like i'm at venice beach or something in california so oh, as the branding guy i love the fact that it's a good product and it's got a cute brand it really does stuff. all right well kelly jean it's fantastic to have magic mind come on as a sponsor yeah. and they're offering a great discount well tell us about their offer and where we can find out about it in the next 10 days they're giving 40% off of your subscriptions. And all you have to do is go to www.magicmind.co slash creativity. And if you enter our discount code, creativity20, boom. So I would jump on that pretty quickly because it's been helping me for the past two weeks. Let's just say that. Like your creativity, like your energy, Kelly. Thanks for everything you're doing on the program. Uh, honey, let's bring you back in and uh, let's continue our conversation with you. Honey, tell us about, I mean, just the creative foundation, I guess the process. Is there a brief that you wrote that says, here's what we're trying to do with the Fungineers? No, it just kind of happened. We just started having fun and realized that we wanted to raise the funergy, you know, encourage people's inner childs. Can't, you know, we came to Earth because it's, it's some dire states around here. And so we had to come bring the fun, inspire some people, get silly. You know, we're kind of trying to have fun while we spread the fun. So it's always changing what we're doing and evolving and, you know, being creative with all the different aspects of it. We want to remind adults what it felt like to be a child and to have less boundaries and to have, you know, less jaded, you know, freedoms taken away and just to really be fully self-expressed. So we figured if we are the proud weirdos leading the chart on that mission, hopefully. And so we found up to now uh, a lot of adults are willing to go into their silly, weird, childish, play, fun place as well. Mm -hmm. And that's helpful. And it is a musical group experience. I mean, it's live music. Where do you hope to take? What kind of venues? Well, we've been really fortunate to be um, pretty well known in the festival world, but we have high hopes of selling out our own Fungineer Fun Fest one day and actually producing a full event, maybe even making a place like a Playland or a Disney Park, but Fungineer World Park. Fungineerlandia. Yeah. Fungineerlandia. Yeah. So we have high, high hopes of becoming household names. Our new album, Earth Stuff, is uh, a record that we're actually really proud of. It's full of relatable bangers, such as Dishes, which you just heard. <laughs> but all of them are really relatable, ironic, clever, hilarious, and fun. And you really push the limit, kind of stretching it out there. But we, we should make you a little uncomfortable. It should be like a a nervous giggle, but then a cackle. <laughs> <laughs> and do you find as a puppet show that you're able to maybe express this alter ego? I mean, that there's something that really is inside you, but maybe as a puppet, I can do or say differently. 
Yes. I feel for me, especially because I came from the soul world and I came from a world that everybody's very cool and there's full self-expression, but you have limits, you know, it's like, we're not going to blah <laughs> out in these streets, which the Fungineers has given me an outlet and a space where I'm free to do that. And I can do whatever I want and say whatever I want. I say things in the Fungineer records that I definitely wouldn't have had the courage to say had I not been introduced to this element of freedom. Well, let's take a listen. Are you ready for another song? Share something new with us. Sure. Yeah. What's sure. Something? We're going to do a slower one? one. I feel like Boundaries is appropriate. Oh, yeah. We should do some Boundaries. Um, this, this is the song that was inspired by uh, real life situations, which we think are, are very important to share about. Oh, yeah. Ready? Oh, yeah. Get into it, y'all. Woo! You are in charge of your choices. The right to change your mind, but when you do, you need to voice it. Change your direction at any time. Listen to your inner voices. They live inside, excited to guide. You can decide on your limits. You get to say what's okay and what isn't. You got your world, I got mine. We want to be intertwined. We're beginning to combine, but we haven't drawn the lines. Let's create a loving place, a safe, sacred, psychic space. We can build and shape and break the perfect communicate. Cake, 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 I love your face I need some space in my own place Just a whole day of just me Please don't take it personally Need to breathe in the quiet Calm in the G You should try it seriously It's super healthy like boundaries Healthy boundaries Set them, set them, set them You may have built up some big walls you can see Might be limiting yourself with your mind's own boundaries You need to get tapped into your soul's energy Try your boundaries, but don't draw them permanently Fantastic. A call to action like setting boundaries has never been so fun. Yes, very yeah. important. <laughs> Life right. that make it fun. That's right. <laughs> Ooh, I gotta run. I gotta. I gotta. I got a snack engagement. But oh. my name's Paragon. I'm gonna. My manager Karen's gonna come back out and we'll uh, finish the dingles for you. If you've got any questions for him. But, uh, right. That sounds so great. Love all y'all. Perfect. Thanks, Paragon. Thanks for coming Thanks. out, baby. Thanks for rocking it. Very excited. Love it. Honey, while we have some time together. Yes, me and you, kid. Yeah, just us. <laughs> Let's talk about a little bit of the Music Foundation and some of the other background that led up to this kind of project. You've been doing this classic soul, hip-hop, reggae mashup yep. for a long time and yeah. uh, worked with some great mentors and collaborators. But I, I love your music on Yes Feeling. It's Thank so you. Good, the great sound. That was a work in progress for quite some time for you over the course of years and working with a lot yeah. of different people, but what a great sound. 
Yeah, well, it turns out that all of my records have been upwards of five to seven years to complete. That's just been <laughs> what it's been. I've been on the road since 2006, touring um, with lots of incredible artists. And the way the Yes Feeling was created was me sort of being like, I'll be in Denmark on these dates. I'd love to work with you. Can we book a session? And then you book the session and you come back three months later and you're like, can we finish that song? And maybe can I get the stems? And then, you know, it's just me being on the road in a scatterbrain and I was not anywhere near as organized and professional as I have learned to be over the years. <laughs> so yeah, go. it took seven, seven years to complete that record, but um, it was an instant classic. I'm very proud of it. In 20 years, I'll still be proud of it. And uh, so that I think that all music should come out and feel that way. Yeah. Well, it does have a timeless quality to it. And when I think Thanks. about your teachers like Roberta Flack, and your some of your collaborators like Macy Gray. I mean, you can hear the sound and the influences in this record. Absolutely. Well, my mom's my number one influence, and she was a singer with Marvin Gaye, Little Richard, Brian Adams, Bon Jovi. And growing up, she was in an acapella group um, and a couple of rock bands. And so I was always with her. She was a single mom, and she had us listening to Anita Baker, Aretha Franklin, Stevie Wonder, and and then I was in her rehearsals, like learning harmonies and learning how to communicate with band members. And I, at a very young age, was in a band and leading the band and and doing it well. Because I just got a lot of training from it from a very young age in yes. that department. Well, it's a great soundtrack you just listed there. We'll have to make yeah. that music mix for myself. But think about those lessons for a second. I, I wanted to pause on that. What were some of those life lessons that you took away from those early childhood experiences? Well, I think the early stuff was definitely about being really good at harmony and like learning what a vocal arrangement feels like and what a good vocal arrangement is versus what a bad vocal arrangement is. How to communicate with musicians is also, I think, a skill that gets developed over time. And there's a language using numbers that's very important that musicians will know. I can go into any band in any language in any country, and I have done. And with this number system, I'm able to communicate exactly what I need. And so I think those and those witnessing those interactions and watching incredible leaders leading their band has made me a good leader. That's terrific. Well, and you mentioned acapella group. We can't get off your musical background without talking about the chapter on the sing off. One of my favorite yeah. kind of a short lived show, but very it was. memorable. And it, it was, was a, a good lot one. Of fun. I was in there with a group called Voice Play, Play. did a song called Art Pop. The group is called Voice Play. They're still going in full effect as far as I know. But that was a whole interesting chapter. And I I sang with those guys, man, for like 13 years uh, at Disney World and Universal Studios prior to the call where they were like, we're going to audition for this crazy reality show. Would you like to join us? And I was in Denmark at the time recording an album and I shot my rehearsal audition tape and sent that over and they did a video with me in a computer screen um, and that's what got us the got us the part on the show well on youtube there's a great video of a uh, lady gaga medley that you guys yeah. did it sounds fantastic that Thank was a fun you. show <laughs> yeah super fun super fun yeah reality tv is a whole a whole nother i mean we don't need to get into the whole, the whole my whole opinion on reality <laughs> tv but i can say i'm thankful very thankful for that experience and i definitely learned a lot well fungineers kind of takes you off reality for a little while and that's good for all of us sometimes <laughs> yes i'm so thankful for this genius right here he is the man the myth and the legend the genius behind 
the Fungineers and some of the most creative projects I've ever been allowed to be involved in. This guy is a visionary and came up with the concept of the Fungineers over 18 years ago. I've been lucky enough to be in the band for 13 years. So the past 13 years, I've been allowed to learn from you, Kieran. Hello, Kieran. Hello, Kieran. Welcome in. Hi. How do you keep the, I'll call it productivity for a minute, but uh, sometimes I've been in so many creative sessions where it's like, hey, it's fun and it's off the wall, but you know, we got to get some work done here, people. Uh, how do you, how do you channel all that creative fun energy? Well, it's, it's a <laughs> or is that you? balancing act. It's a constant balancing act, especially because being the Fungineers, it's like about the fun. So it's like, hey, stop having fun. We got to do some stuff, uh, but that has to happen sometimes. Over over years of maybe having too much fun and not f- focusing uh, or like not having the follow through follow through or finishing skills or or you know vision to kind of bring it to completion yeah and just to channel the energy in a certain specific way uh, I think through that I've we've learned to like okay how do we follow the fun and stay open and stay loose but also be like ready to pounce when you're like, you know, if, Oh, that's a good fun idea. Let's go. Let's go into that one. Or like, and not just be like, Oh, that was cool. And the next one, la, la, la. like, which, you know, sometimes if you're in a lollygagging mood, that's easy to do. So we try to focus it and keep it fun and keep it moving and not be too perfectionist where it's like, I think that can slow down stuff too. If it's like, Oh, but maybe this doesn't make sense or this and that. And it's finding that flow where you can be like, Oh, we like the idea. Let's put it down. Let's keep moving. Let's, put that on stage, just try it out in the show, see how it goes. You know, I've always been a big fan of being loose with it and going for it. Honey's coming from a bit more of a like rehearsed background. And so a lot of times it'll be like, no, yeah, we just, we just came up with a song. Let's do it tonight on stage and see how it goes. We'll figure it out. Honey you know? says we may need one more take. <laughs> you know, I, I will say like my very first show with the Fungineers, there were 12 of us on stage freestyling. We had no songs, no real plans. And it was all like he's looping beatboxes. This guy's freestyling raps. This girl's going do, 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 do over there. And I had my moment where I was like, okay, it's my turn. And I had never freestyled before in public on stage in that like pressure, heavy pressure situation. So there was a moment that I, I'm a, they're like, yeah, my name is honey. And I'm so funny. And, and I started to like think, and, and I always say thinking is the devil. Like as soon as you start thinking, you're destroyed, you're ruined, your whole plan is gone. Um, and I started to think and I began to give up. I began to give up on the whole song. And I, I felt like the whole thing was being derailed because I was taking myself so seriously. And uh, I started to say, oh, this is just too silly. I said that into the microphone to the audience. And, you know, my whole body language began to, sh- began to shrink and Kyrian was next to me and he was like, silly, but willy, a silly, willy, a silly, silly. And then he just like took it and ran with it, picked it back up. And to the point where the whole crowd was like, oh, by the end of the show. And, and that was a big moment for me. This is like 2008. And I had this moment like, you know what? It's, you're not, it's not all about you, first of all. It's really okay to be silly and you don't have to always know where you're going to go. And it's okay to make mistakes in public. And in fact, being seen exactly how you are without all the perfection is way more endearing 
So those those three lessons came from our very first show together, and that's why I've I've stuck to him like glue. Like, yeah. All right, what are we doing? Well, it's I will cool. It's you. cool when you're describing <laughs> vulnerability is such a big word now. But you're talking about a trust of your other players, you know, and your collaborators on stage. And whenever you were describing this, twelve or thirteen people on the stage, I think about other artists. I mean, whether it's Earth, Wind, and Fire, Chicago, improv, jazz, Steely Dan, whatever, where you you have this improvisation quality of a lot of different, you can go riffing off and you always know that the rest of you will trust that, Hey, we're going to come back sometime here. Totally. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it, it happens all the time, even with Roberta, like in a jazz setting, you know, jazz musicians are improvisers. Like that's what defines jazz. But this was just a new world, you know, where it's like, we're jazzing. Yeah. I'll add to it, especially back then, I was I was a horrible freestyler as far as like being able to think of words that rhyme. And it was like all about the energy behind it and being like, oh, if you can't think of a word that rhymes, think of some gibberish. And it's like kind of like scouting is thing. like it's more about the energy and the vibe and that confidence than being like this perfectly makes sense or you know and just kind of like being in that moment and be able to express it sometimes you you nail it sometimes you fall but that being like there and keep trying is like part of the energy that we want to convey to people and i think people feel that in a live setting well you're also giving some encouragement to some of listeners who may have let's say an idea or a concept that might be slightly off the beaten path you know <laughs> slightly off the well-tread road Give yeah. us some encouragement that, I mean, you're, you're taking this, some, as you've said, to some psychedelic places. <laughs> what, what could you say to listeners, whatever their genre? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think regardless of genre or even art form, following your feelings and like what excites you and what makes you curious and what makes you scared and going into your taste and being like, what do I like? And like going into that, making that, making stuff that's true to yourself and how you're feeling and not trying to look outwards and create for anyone specific and be like, oh, I need to do this to be famous or I need to do this. What do I feel? What inspires me? How can I go as deep into that as possible? Go as far off the path as, as you can into yourself and explore that. And I think in that process, it's rewarding for yourself because you grow as a, as a person and as an artist. And it's not about the end goal. It's about that process. And if you're committed to that process, it will keep changing. And you might have a new crazy idea, but you're like familiar with that process of like, how do I tap into myself? How do I express myself? Just follow the path is wherever it goes. So good. Well, honey, maybe that leads us to the project that you're working on also to really encourage us and help us embrace our artistry, whatever that medium might be. And you call it the Sacred Artistry Summit. Absolutely. Sacred Artistry is my coaching program. It's a container that I created with four pillars about artistry. It doesn't really matter. Again, your art form, everybody has creativity within them, but these four pillars, when you master them, then you have actual freedom and success in your life and in your career and in your artistry. So the first pillar is the self. We get to master ourself. And that looks like healing old wounds. It looks like meeting your shadow, dealing with your ego, killing your perfectionist, 
And then we get into the sell pillar because I believe all artists should be earning while we're learning. I'm My mission is to murder the broke artist syndrome. And we don't have to be broke. We're actually incredibly valuable. We're high, high value. Can you imagine if David Bowie had said, oh, this is too hard and gave up halfway? Can you imagine if the Beatles said, well, you know what, you know, these songs, this recording isn't high enough quality or or whatever story they could have made up and not completed. What would the world be without them? And every single creative artist out here has a gift that's unique only to them. And so my mission is to make sure that we're all earning while we learn. And then we get into the skill you can get better in public. And then we get into what I call the surf, which is making sure that you're listening as Kirian said, going with the feelings, like if the universe or God or Buddha or Allah, whoever you're talking to is putting resistance on your path, then that's a great moment for you to do a little self-care, a little recoup, reset, catch your breath so that when the current is pushing with you, you can then swim as hard as you can and actually make it to your destination and actually reach your goals because you took that time to refresh and get that energy. And a lot of us don't put self-care at the top of our priority list. So all of this to say, I've created a summit where I'm bringing in 20 incredible experts that can support artists in several different mediums in several different ways. But my whole intention is that we get to learn how to make money, make mayhem, (laughs) make music. (laughs) So it's called the indie artist, the indie artists blueprint to making music money and mayhem. And I have 20 incredible guests, including you, Mr. Mark Stinson. Well, I can't believe I made the list. Man, yeah, maybe yeah, I'm so excited to have you. Yeah, and I think what I'm going to try to bring is the lessons learned from the creative folks like you. We've got a 200 episodes now of the podcast, so 200 people Woo! around the world. And there are six or so lessons that we've learned. But I love the way you've <laughs> outlined this curriculum. Thank you. taking it and embracing it. And I do all of it in interview form, similar to how we're being right now, but I'll be asking you the questions. <laughs> and I'm bringing in people who can speak about music creation, book creation, art and painting creation, who can speak about NFTs and crypto taxes and different ways to manage your money and act like an entrepreneur and a business person and a CEO, treat your artistry like a business. Your sync, I'm going to have sync experts who can help us learn how to get our music into TV and film, and many, many more. I, I'm really going hard in the search for the right experts to make sure that it's curated as a, a perfect experience that will really leave with extra knowledge, most mm-hmm. definitely, inspiration, most definitely, and actionable tools that they can actually implement into their career right now to make a difference in their financial situation and in their, in their reach, their mm-hmm. expansion and their reach. That's beautiful. That's what really attracted me to your program is that uh, there's a lot of people out there who say, hey, I'll tell you my story or I'll encourage you. But really to put it in this practical application, I thought was really strong. So well done. Thank you. Well, I don't take all the credit. I I have a coach. And when I started hiring coaches, my financial life transformed. I thought I could never afford to pay for this coach. And the first coach that I hired, I ended up doubling my income within the first year. And now I have three coaches and I'm working on tripling my current income because I'm trying to be up there. You know what I mean? I have dreams. I have visions. I want to own a property with a bunch of incredible dwellings on it. And I want to host ceremony there. And all of that requires money. So I love money and I'm trying to make a bunch of it. And I think that all of us should be allowed. 
you know, well, it feels abundance a lot is our of, birthright. It feels a lot of things, doesn't it? Yeah, it's yes. great. It helps Money's us bring cool. a lot of creativity to life. So, and you can find me at Honey La Rochelle on Instagram and you can find us at Fungineers on Instagram. And that's the best way to reach us, DM us, talk to us. We're very active there. Well, absolutely. Ann and Honey, what a great conversation. Before we close, let's give a nugget here. You know, the listeners want to take away something. It's fun, but it's engineers. I love the, the confluence of the words here. <laughs> what do we need to do to engineer more fun in our creativity? engineer more fun in your creativity. I think that it has a lot to do with getting out of your way. So for me, I I call that the ego. And a lot of people talk about ego death, but I'm really into embracing your ego. Our ego is here to protect us. Our ego is our friend. Our ego really just wants us to not look stupid or not be embarrassed. And so if we can actually have a conversation with our ego and say, Hey, I love you. Thank you so much for loving me so much that you want to protect me. But can you just sit at the table with us and not try and run the show right now? And if we can get into that relationship with our ego, I think that it's so much easier to have fun because having fun does require taking risks. It requires being willing to be judged, being willing to be looked at crazy um, and still feeling okay with yourself. For me, to add to that, I think fun engineering or fun engineering to me is like this balancing act of the free, you know, no plan, just in the moment, transcendent fun energy. And then the engineering, which is like a lot of planning and a lot of mind and thinking and multitasking. To me, I was... The, the combo of both those things is where magic happens, you know, and like I used to be too much in the fun and then it's like the engineer, it was just like, oh, I was so in the moment, but it looked and sounded horrible or like, you know, then you get and figure out, okay, I got to engineer this. I got to engineer this crazy random moment, you know, and you have to engage that brain. But then when it happens, be able to step out of it and back into the fun and kind of go back and forth. So I think having time when you can be in both separately and then trying to bring them together can really help. And even using some of the engineering with fun to be like, Oh, I have a studio session today. Like, how could I switch it up? Maybe we're like, we're going to try recording upside down for the first part, or we're like, we're going to do this, just try experimenting, try bringing in some sort of engineering and, and science into the fun, you know, and see what works for you. Well, guys, it's been great talking to you. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. It's so great talking to you too. Well, and listeners, we've learned so much from Honey and from Kirian. We're looking forward to engaging the Sacred Artistry Summit. But most of all, I really encourage you to come back again for our next episode. We're exceeding 200 episodes, as I mentioned. And, uh, you know, it's just amazing. 100,000 downloads. That means we've told a lot of great stories for your creative inspiration. And we want to continue that. So come back again for our next episode. And we'll continue finding out what inspires our creative friends for new ideas, how they organize those ideas. And most of all, how we gain the confidence and the connections to launch our work out into the world. So until next time, I'm Mark Stenson. We're unlocking your world of creativity. We'll see you soon. Unlocking your world of creativity with best-selling author and brand innovator, Mark Stinson. This program was produced by BSB Media, creators of IntelliKey Leadership Stories, Unlocking Your World of Creativity, and thepeaceroom.love.
we've created a special offer just for listeners of the podcast. You can get the book, A World of Creativity, for a special price of $5.98 for paperback. And the Kindle version is only 99 cents. Go to mark-stinson.com to take advantage of this special offer.